Hey guys, and welcome back to the Barbs of Podcasts, and welcome back to episode eight. And yes, it's been a little while. We haven't actually uploaded a podcast in about two months, and we have to apologize about that. And you might have noticed that something slightly different if you're watching on the YouTube channel. And that is that we've decided that we're not going to do video for this podcast. Yeah, you won't be watching anything much. Oh, whose voice is that? It's me, I'm back. Holinsky <laughs> is back in the house. After how many years have you not been on the podcast, Holly? Well, I think I did two, we've established. Um, so it's been a few years. It's been a little while, but Holly's back in the house. And we're also joined by a third guest today. And who could that be? <gasps> <laughs> We recognise that voice. Theo is back yet yeah. again. Yes, thank you for having me. Well, I should say, well, we should start off by saying that <laughs> we're actually yours. We're in a different location. We've invaded and, your home. Uh, yeah, yeah, all of your stuff's here. It's piled up. We can barely get in. It's not at all. It's <laughs> not at all. It's got a microphone. <laughs> yeah, so we thought we would try something a little bit different. Um, we've been struggling to find time with the podcasts and all this sort of stuff. And we thought, well, let's just take the microphone around Theo's house Let's record a podcast because some cool things are happening this week. There is some cool stuff happening right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. For us, well, right anyway. Now? If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening tomorrow or in a year's time, then it's, it's probably not that cool. It could be. It could be even cooler than whatever what we're doing right now. What I love is that whatever we talk about today. It could all be massively, <laughs> it could, massively, it could off. Be and, and <laughs> Basically, whatever happens in the next two hours two from hours. now, <laughs> yeah. this podcast is out of date. So I mean, it's out of date as yeah. soon as you finish any of them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's very I mean, true. I think, I think our Stadia prediction episode was was brilliant. I think I said something like, oh, it's going to be hardware. And then it came out and just went explicitly, no hardware. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yep. Oh. <laughs> well, you guys don't listen to us because of our facts, which are going to be 100% correct. You listen to us because we just have a little chat and a talk about tech, about gaming, about TV shows, about films, a little bit about travel. Yeah, I've got no facts. Holly's got no facts. <laughs> Holly, what have you been up to for the last, I don't know, how many months I have you I wish I had some interesting stories, but unfortunately... There's zero interesting stories. I've been working. Holly's been working. I've been working, and that's literally it. I remember when I we... should have thought of a really good lie. <laughs> but I didn't. I'm quite disappointed. But no, I've just been working, and that's it. When we first started the podcast, we started them by saying, like, we've got some cool things going on in our lives at the moment. And um, that we're still waiting for them. <laughs> those those cool things are still they're still happening in the background. It's going to happen, but it's just taking um, a lot longer than we thought it would. And that's another reason why we're not got a video podcast going right now and why yeah. content slowed down. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on to the exciting things which are happening right now, and that is E three. E three. E three week is kicking off in earnest, isn't it? We've got yeah. some stuff. Got Party kick Sunday. us off straight away. What does E three stand for? Electronic Entertainment Expo. <sighs> Nailed it. That's it. Thank well, you very much. You could be Boom. completely wrong. My, and, I could again, be. Again, you could have come up with a really good lie. People have <laughs> been now Googling it's, the wrong thing. Potentially, potentially. I, no one's Googling the long-term version of E3, are they? No. Because they put it in e th- two button press, press <laughs> two keystrokes, or type out three words. It's not going to happen, is it? Not in this day and age. No. You get frustrated typing in two. I, I wish that... I get annoyed when predictive text doesn't pick up. If I type in E, I'm definitely going to put a three next. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's June. What else am I going to be texting? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's E3. was sort of... We've had some. We've had a good week already, I think, in terms of some interesting stuff coming out. So, 
even though it wasn't really part of E3, we had um, the Pokemon Direct that happened mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Um, I, I commandeered a whole uh, meeting room in my, in my <laughs> new workplace, and we, we watched it on a great big screen. Oh, nice. Screen there, me, me and one of my friends from work, which is which is fantastic. Um, and then, so that was interesting. It was good. They what actually happened in that one? Because I we missed it. completely missed that one. I'm really surprised because you two are huge Pokemon I fans. I do, yeah. Which part? I don't know what you mean. Do we still, do you still play Pokemon Go? I do still, yeah. Do you admit that? Daily. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think you're alone. I don't think you're alone in still playing Pokemon Go. We don't play as much as we used to. No, but I'm pretty proud that I did get nine tails the other day. And we do, like, live on a gym. Not a fitness gym, an actual Pokemon no, gym. <laughs> the best kind of gym. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, they um, the Nintendo or the Pokemon Direct that we had on on Wednesday was a lot of details about Sword and Shield. Very difficult mm. to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, they showed off the two new legendary um, Pokemon, who I'm mm-hmm. not even going to attempt to pronounce their names. No. Um, but and also Dynamaxing, which that. I mean, I'm not a Pokemon fan, but I'm very much looking forward to playing this at some point. And what does Dynamaxing mean? Dynamaxing is basically converting your cute regular size Pokemon into oh. 50 foot high like <laughs> Pokemon monsters. They're like hologram type things, right? No, no, no. Oh, I they think, actually I, do I, go. I massive. think they're genuinely like hulking out and just well scaling up. Hulking out would suggest that they get a bit just like, rip their t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. But no, these things are basically. I think you get it. It's like one one opportunity per battle. You can you can Dynamax one of your Pokemon, and then that sounds kind of that weird. Sounds, I think there's certain I'm Pokemon just I dyn- wouldn't want that for. I'm going to Dynamax my Pokemon. I think the reason why you want it is because you've got certain <laughs> certain um, enemies that you fight in it, certain other Pokemon that are permanently in a state of Dynamax. So. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds funny. It's great, isn't it? And basically, they've they've confirmed that there's going to be um, multiplayer raids that feature these Dynamaxed um, Pokemon. I love, I love that you that keep you saying it. Have got. Well, now that I, I know that, I mean, Holly's going. Holly's. A permanent state of Dynamax. <laughs> How's your day going? Well, actually, Hello, permanent state, I'm in a permanent state of Dynamax today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, I've lasted longer than you thought without getting for their giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I, I mean, I haven't actually really seen the funny side. I mean, I did giggle when they first announced it, but I, I don't think I'd go giggly from from it. But Holly, Holly, I, under, I underestimated. <laughs> I have a giggle at most things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we had that on... <laughs> oh, I think we're going to go again then. So, yeah, I'm going to dynamite my Pokemon. Yeah. I th- I th- <laughs> <laughs> so that was Wednesday. So that was Wednesday, oh God, and then Thursday. Um, yes. on Thursday we had some more information on Stadia from Google. Oh yes, were they in a state of Dynamax? Well, funnily enough, Phil Harrison is a huge man, and he does look like he he's been Dynamaxed <laughs> all the time. Even when he stood just in front of a white background, you can tell he's been Dynamaxed. <laughs> if there was another human there for scale, if there was a banana for scale, it would look like a pea. <laughs> a little yellow pea. A little yellow pea. Um, but yeah, so Google came out and they've given us a sort of a release window and some more details and um, pricing and how how it's actually going to work. What is your thoughts on Stadia, Holly? Um, I haven't really been that into it, mainly because what I've heard is that they're gonna 
charge you to buy the controller mm-hmm. and then they have a subscription and then you have to be charged to play some games? Am I wrong on that? No, you're not wrong on that. There's It works in a similar way to, um, I suppose, something like PlayStation Plus or Games yeah. of Gold where you're paying for a subscription service which mm. I think allow uh, or grants you access to certain titles but then there are titles beyond that that you do have to pay for. Um, the controller is totally optional and okay. basically I think what what big Dynamax Phil has been saying <laughs> is that um, is it that's the best way to play is using okay. the um, Google Stadia controller. So you don't controller. have to buy the controller you can just go straight in Yes. But do you have to have the subscription? Well, that being said, I believe that the pro version, the pro, so it's, there's two tiers. So there's okay. there's um, Stadia Base and Stadia Pro. Dynamax. Stadia Dynamax is the <laughs> next next tier up. Um, and I believe that the, the base version actually isn't launching this year. I think it's just oh. the pro version that's, oh. that's out this year. Do we have a date? Uh, not an exact day and date, but we do have November. Okay, so everything's in, in November though, isn't it? I mean, as soon as that... And I've kind of had a bit of a curiosity around um, Google Stadia because mm. it's just a new way to play. And actually, yeah. I don't think the pricing for it is too bad. No, but, I've seen quite a few people say that they have ordered it because the price was actually pretty reasonable. So they're going to give it a try because it's not too much money lost if they don't I use think, it. I think, the, I think the pricing model that they've, they're de- that they've applied to it, especially the what they're calling the Founders Package actually does give you a lot of decent stuff for yeah. it. So the controllers on their own are, I think uh, Big Phil said it was like sixty nine ninety nine for just the controller. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but in addition to to that, you also get um, a Chromecast Ultra, which okay. on their own, uh, you know, they're not, they're not cheap. But then you also get three months of the Pro subscription and another three months to gift to a friend. I thought okay. that was cool. Which I think is quite cool because it means that you can actually share the experience. and That's obviously growing the mm. player base to give people more of a tri- trial on it. Um, I think the difficulty is, is, who's this for? Yeah. You know, if you need to have... You need to have good you, internet. You need to have good, good enough internet. Because so. you basically need, like, 10 megabytes a second is only going to give you a 720... And I think that's like the base game. version. Yeah. So in order to the get... recommended minimum is ten megs, which is not fast for some people who live in big mm. cities. But for instance, you know, out in the villages oh, where the we country. live in the countryside, yeah. we struggle to get five or even three okay. in some places. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. we would no way even be able to stream no. a seven twenty game. Uh, <laughs> you so know, got I, the retro look, I suppose. What I found. <laughs> what I found quite amusing was that I, I actually missed the um I missed the presentation I missed missed the drop live and I watched it at home mm. on YouTube later on only about an hour oh, or so yeah later. I did the same yeah and it lagged yeah multiple multiple <laughs> times yes within oh, no. the first minute and there's there's I mean I watch an I watch far too much YouTube for <laughs> so do I, I, yeah, I you're do, both I, guilty of that. I do watch far too much YouTube and basically but everything I watch I mean my internet is good you know and yeah. um, i'm not saying it's the best but it is good yeah. so basically when i watched this um presentation i paused it at the moment that yeah. um, phil said i did exactly the um, same it's 35 megabytes for the 4k 60 frames mm. with hdr and i thought 
hmm, just out of interest, I wonder what I'm on right now. Yeah. Um, and basically just ran the test through my PS4, which is plugged directly mm. into my router, and just running a couple of tests over and over again within the space of a minute, um, I'm on an average of about 65. Yeah. 65 well, we're, down. We're so, the same. We have, I think, about 75, maybe okay. 80. I don't actually know. <laughs> it's about seven, 70 to 80, I think, we have down. So mm-hmm. we're, like, doubling theirs, and mm. the stream they were broadcasting it on was lagging, which is weird because you watch YouTube live streams all the, all time. the time. You watch Twitch live streams all the time, mm-hmm. and they never lag, yeah. apart oh, from our live streams. Holly, you remember lives- those back in the day when we used to live stream? Oh, and they yeah. always lagged. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember a time when... Um, and we'll get on to more of this, and obviously we're talking about E3 now, but I remember watching previous E3 streams where I actually had um, the stream running on my TV. I ha- so I had two TVs. One TV was just plugged straight into the to the router. The other one was displaying a signal for or a picture from um, the PS4 at the time. And then I also had it loaded up on my phone as well, <laughs> just, just as a backup, yeah. because I could guarantee you that Somewhere. at some point it yeah. it's going to drop. Yeah. And... You know, it was just a And it would always be when they're just policy. about to announce like something amazing and it'd be like what? It, it would like, be no! exactly that. Um <laughs> Yeah, here's the brand new game you've been waiting for for years. Exactly. <laughs> and then it comes back on and a round of applause. You're like, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> so that was a necessity, but I'm pleased to say and hopefully in touch word, I mean we're due to be watching one in less than an hour or just over an hour's time now. And hopefully that all goes without a hitch. Yes. But Absolutely. it's just, you know, this this stadia thing is if you have that internet, that good enough internet to do it, you're probably already the sort of person that already has a games console or has yeah. a PC. I was gonna say, who do you think Stadia is for? I feel like it's aimed at I feel like they're trying to aim it at everybody. Mm-hmm. And in the process, mm-hmm. they're missing their demographic. Which is yeah. their demographic is meant to be I mean, everybody uses Google, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's who they want to get on this. They want to get everyone that uses Google to use to use um, Stadia for for a gaming platform. But the, you... the games they showed off, just none of them lit my fire. Yeah. And basically, you know, they're giving away Destiny Two as like an, an incentive. Yeah. It's like okay. I could not give. <laughs> I could not get. I, I could not give a flying monkey about. Destiny 2, and I think there's a lot of people who are in the yeah, same boat. Yeah, I'm not into Destiny, to be honest. And they show, yeah, okay, it's cool, because you can play, like, The Division and Assassin's Creed and all these other games, but you can play them on your PS4 that you already own, yeah. or on your Xbox One that you already I own. I think that's what I'm struggling to see, is, like, uh, I like to collect consoles, but I don't feel the need to buy this. And... Or rent I, that. I, I, yeah. I think that's how, that's my takeaway is yeah. that fundamentally um You're not owning I'm not owning anything. Yeah. I'm owning yeah. a controller and yeah. a um Chromecast. And but I you don't need the controller, you can use your own <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Xbox controller. Exactly. So during the stream, I during the, the, the extra the um Stadia Connect they called it, um during that I was like, Oh, I could see myself buying this because not it's not too expensive. No. So it's £119. Yeah. Pre-order now is £119. And that comes with the three-month package, the one you can give to your friend mm. and stuff as well. Buddy Pass, whatever, whatever they call it. Yeah. Which... I am tempted to get it 
I'm tempted to get mm. it just to trial it. Yeah. Because I can, I could picture yeah. myself <laughs> throwing a controller in the um in my backpack before I go to work, yeah. and then yeah. on my lunch break picking up one of the TVs in in yeah. In it's our cool office. that you can pick it up on a TV or on your phone or on a tablet wherever you are, mm. Mm. but you still need that internet. So if you're traveling on a bus or on a train. Mm. You're not having yeah. the physical copy on your phone or on your laptop or on your uh, iPad. If you've got to do it through a 3G or 4G signal mm. at the moment, you know, maybe in a few years' time where 5G is going to be everywhere and it's going to be mm. like ridiculously fast. Yeah, that's true. But then half of me as well is it kind of things like I don't know if they've kind of missed the the um, the pricing bracket that you have to buy it. You then have to pay a monthly subscription, and then you have to pay extra for AAA games. Mm-hmm. Where I think I would prefer to see a monthly fee, which is more, but that includes everything, yeah. like Netflix. Because that's something different. You pay for, for the Netflix, you get everything on Netflix. Yeah, it's the you same... pay for something like Amazon Prime. Exactly that. And you go like, oh, I want to watch that film. Oh wait, no, I now need to pay eight pound ninety nine to watch that film. So you don't have everything yeah. for the price of Amazon Video. Yeah. And the annoying thing is with Amazon Video, just going on a little side tangent here, if you're on your Xbox and you're on the Amazon Video app yeah. and it's like, oh, they've got that film, you press it and it says you need to buy the film, you then have to go onto your computer, onto your laptop yeah, you to buy it. the film. You can't you do it. Can't do it. Oh, yeah. You cannot do it directly through. And it just is a weird way of making me I mean that's not a good user experience it's no. not a bad it's not although bad. you were gonna gonna experience. make me watch Fast and the Furious so I'm quite glad it didn't work well I, I found out you have dodged a bullet there <laughs> exactly. whoa 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 hold on a minute we could totally <laughs> gang up on James there <laughs> bring it on so I was secretly quite glad that it did ask basically I found out I I'd found... rather watch Mamma Mia than I would watch well you carry on <laughs> and I hate ABBA <laughs> <laughs> come at me <laughs> <laughs> I found out that The Fast and the Furious was 18 years old. And I haven't seen any of them. And, mm. I haven't. and it made me kind of shed a tear that Your child we're getting is on gone. a little bit now. <laughs> I remember that. And it's 18 years old. As the oldest person in the room. 2001. Wind your neck and whippersnapper. Yeah, you are the oldest person in the room, actually. Uh-huh. I thought you, like, you said you are the oldest person. I was thinking, hold on a minute. You're no, older no, than no, me. No, no, no. Yeah. Probably, not by much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, pretty similar here. Yeah. Not by much, but um, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think Stadia is kind of, I think it's an interesting prospect, and I'm still I interested would, in it. But yeah. actually, after the connect that they put out on Thursday, I'm less intrigued. Yeah. I'm less. And, I'm less likely to buy it. And also, <laughs> the other thing which kind of stands out to me is. Yes, you need the good internet, and yes, it can do 4K at, is it 60? I think it's 4K at 60. um, HDR. HDR. But we don't have a 4K HDR TV. (laughs) Ah, well, you see, that's that's where we differ, because I do. You do. But it's like not everyone has the high-end, you know, I don't have a £1,000 4K Mm. HDR TV Mm. or whatever. So then to be paying this... Yes, I can pay slightly less, I assume, to not have well, the 4K the, HDR. The thing is, if you're patient, then you can have the base version next year. Exactly, yeah. Buy yourself a controller for £69. Buy yourself a Chromecast. Or just yeah. buy yourself a new TV. And then, 
if yeah, if you want, to, <laughs> buy yourself a new TV and <laughs> buy yourself a. I mean, you already have a PS4 Pro and a yeah, exactly yeah. Xbox. So, um, but yeah, that's the other way to do it. Is that? And I think if anything, that's probably. I'm not a big fan of subscription services in general because mm. at any point they could just say that game is being pulled from it. Yeah. But then I think as well, I think back to specifically um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, which <laughs> is no longer available. I was going to say, on, I don't remember the game. On digital, it's great. We should play it. <laughs> um, but it's no longer available digitally. But that's right. the only place you could get it. So oh. I bought it. I've installed it. It's on my PS3 hard drive, um, but it no longer exists, you know. <laughs> so if, and that's because of movie licenses expiring yeah. and things like that. What's to say that this isn't exactly the same thing? And because you're not actually downloading anything, yeah. at least I've downloaded Scott Pilgrim the game. Yeah. That does exist on my hard drive. I can fire it up. I can play it. If I went to the store, I couldn't find it yeah. anymore. But what's to say that you go to Stadia to buy... Um, the new Fast and the Furious game, <laughs> oh, and that'd then be incredible. <laughs> and then I don't know. In mm. two years' time, the licenses expire. Yeah, and you've bought that at full price on Stadia. I do understand. And they that. can no longer host it. Is that a thing? Is that a problem? Or mm. yeah, maybe things like that have happened on Apple, though. I believe where people yeah, have bought something films. and they've taken it away because right. it's yeah, probably licensing no longer available, like mm. a film or something. Yeah. That is very interesting. So, so that's kind of our thoughts on Stadia anyway. Mm. It's, it's kind of a mixed bag, I think. And, you know, as as more and more comes out and when it does come out end of the year... And I guess like we'll first more iteration of, of anything is usually a bit ropey. Yeah. So you kind of got to see how it goes and I how like, it progresses. I like that they're trying to do something which is very new and they're trying to push the boundaries and all that sort of stuff. But will it work? Uh, I don't know at the moment. It probably will because it's... Google and they've got the they've biggest money funding ever and the, the infrastructure to be able to have the server capacities and to be able to push it out. Mm. Although, interestingly, on the other side of that, it feels like um, Microsoft will be giving them a pretty good fight with um, yes. yeah. Project X Cloud. And we Which, may find out more about that. I was going to say, so. hopefully we find out more about that in literally a few hours from now because that is going to be the Xbox conference for us. Yeah. yeah. So what do you expect to see in the Xbox conference? I expect to see games, games, games. I hope, <laughs> I hope that we do. I probably could say games a few more times there <laughs> because I genuinely think that their big push this year is... Um, games, games, games. Games, games, games. games, games. games. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, they've already said that they're going to do like or show off 14 um, Microsoft Game Studio games. Yes. Mm. And I think that I think it would be unrealistic to expect a lot of hard details and a lot of gameplay on that because it was only last year, last E3, that they actually announced they purchased a lot of these studios that are now going to be working for them. Yeah. But that being said, the teasers they've they've also put out over the last few days all indicate that they're going to be talking about um, Scarlet this year. Mm -hmm. And there's part of me that would really like for them to open the show and go, hey, look, here's some sexy new consoles yeah. and here's yes. all the sexy new games, games, games that you're going to be <laughs> playing on these sexy new consoles. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will do that because I think there's still going to be, you know, there's still going to be massive support for Xbox One as it is now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but in addition to that, they are, they are forward-thinking and I think that... Um, under Phil Spencer, they've really turned things around, and 
it's hard to call which way they're going to go with it. Yeah, but... I think they've had a lot of stick of they've like not having enough exclusives. Like Sony obviously has a lot. They've put a lot of money into it. And I think mm. last couple of years it's been like, well, what are Xbox exclusives? Like they probably got like a couple that people can name. So I think that they're really probably going to try and push back on that is what I'm expecting. Yeah. Like you said, they purchased all the studios. I'm expecting that they'll have a lot more games because the last few yeah. years they would have announced, I can't think what E3 it was, but they announced loads of games and then Sony went, we've got them too. And loads more. So I think they're probably going to counter with, hopefully, is what I'm thinking is, look, we have more exclusives that Sony don't have. I think. It's I probably what I think. I think they'll also have the benefit of Sony not being there this year yeah. for a lot of the big third-party publishers to actually latch on to Microsoft as yeah. their platform. That could of, be the show-off yeah, section, yeah. Because there would previously have been um, deals in place to say we're going to show our new game on the Sony stage from a third party. Yeah. If Sony's not there to show it, there's mm. genuinely no other big platform short of someone no. like Bethesda hosting their own um, Yeah. Mm-hmm their own conference yeah. so actually the only place you can do it is microsoft yeah. so you know tonight so it could it, be a long one if it's not an awesome show they've done something really bad i think <laughs> but i think the thing is for me is xbox has pretty much always had a good show a good e3 conference yeah 2013 2013 that was <laughs> <Yeah>. the one <laughs> the the gas leak year oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was just the one with where they announced the one and it was mm. terrible. Yeah. Mm. But I just think but the last, then, the last couple of years good. have yeah. been like really good actual conferences and shows mm. and they've put on a good sort of show. Yeah. Where if you look at Sony, for instance, last year, I really feel like Sony's E3 announcements was not very good. Not I, saying the stuff they showed wasn't good. I'm just I meaning the actual because... I think the way they did show it. So yeah. to, to that point, actually 2013 was still a good show for Microsoft in terms of the production values and I think Sony have been more willing to trial different things you know mm. they've been in different theatres and different stages over the last yes. few years and last year they tried two different theatres at the same time which <laughs> and heard people like sheep yeah them. an interesting approach but I'm almost thinking like the one the year before was it 2017 with like they had an orchestra Yes, yeah. 16. 16. I remember one year they just completely smashed it out of the park, and that was the year Xbox didn't do so well. Yeah. And so I almost think they were still riding on the fact that they had done so well, and then thought, let's try something really different, and it, it crashed I mean, a bit. It's their, it's their game to lose yeah. now, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're so far in front of it. Yeah. And I think it'll be quite interesting, because historically there's always been, between console generations... The winner has always ended up being the loser. And I'm taking Nintendo out of consideration here just because they've always done their own thing. They've just gone, whatever, guys. (laughs) But between the two, like, powerhouses, the two, you know, Sony, Microsoft, always trying to push, like, power in consoles and things, Mm. it's always gone, PS2's dominated, then they do a misstep with the PS3, Xbox 360 dominates, then they do a misstep with the Xbox One, PS4 dominates. It'll be interesting to see if that changes. Yeah. Or if we've actually now reached the point where people are so invested in, and they've invested a lot into their own um, ecosystems. Mm. So does that mean that you're actually locked into that? Because I know a lot of people who have both consoles who will Mm -hmm. never diverge from that because of things like trophies and their back catalogue. Mm. I, mean, I would always have both consoles, but I, I frankly never look at trophies. Um, I just have both consoles. 
Mm-hmm. I tend to now play most things on the PlayStation and then the exclusives on the Xbox, but on the on the other side, the 360 was my main console mm. and the PS3 was, well, mine was backwards compatible, so that was my retro mm. one, and then Final Fantasy. So it has, it did swap, like you said, like whoever was leading, that was my main platform. I yeah. don't really take into consideration game score or trophies just because I'm not really that sort of person. I'm yeah. not a completionist. I will play the story and then that's it. I think that's the thing, <laughs> definitely for me, is I like to play games because I enjoy them. I don't play them to rank up gamer scores or yeah. trophies or platinums of mm. games like you do and stuff. Yeah. It's, and then there's you, who's a whole nother level. <laughs> well, I think... Because we spoke about this on a podcast, a couple podcasts ago, didn't we, about you completing games? But yes, yeah, I think we did talk about that. Yeah, and basically it's just... I still don't get enjoyment out of them. There's only been a couple where I've gone, okay, I need to have a word with myself because <laughs> I'm running, running around the desert in GTA 5 for, you know, an hour. <laughs> it's like, what What am I doing in my life? The, um, but, but no, more to the point, I suppose. I mean, trophies might be one reason mm. why people, or gamer score might be one reason why people want to stay within the same um, console family. But I think... You know, for myself, over the past genera over this generation, I have seen the switch in myself go from always buying physical discs mm. to owning digital. Okay. And if I can bring my digital library that I've already spent hundreds, if not yes. into the yeah. thousands, um, <laughs> on gaming, if I can't bring that with me, then that's, that's true, a then yeah. that's a problem. But if I can bring that with me, and it's everything I've already bought is available then on my new PlayStation, you're definitely gonna stick then, yeah. And basically, PlayStation go, here's our new box, it's four hundred pounds, and Xbox go, here's our new box, it's four hundred pounds. It's yeah. a no brainer. Yeah. Even if the Xbox, and much like the situation is now, Xbox One X is the more powerful machine. Mm-hmm. Even if whatever the new Xbox is called comes out and it's more powerful and it does this and that, it's like. Yeah, but I have this this catalogue. And unless yeah. they can... The way that they'll win people over is through exclusives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because it's sure. exactly what happened with PS4. Yeah. So people at the end of the last generation coming into um, coming into this current gen, looking yeah. at it, it's going, well, Microsoft have, I don't know, a, a handful of exclusives. Yeah. And then Sony turning up in... Um, 2016 and going, hey, there's God of War. Yeah. Hey, there, <laughs> hey, there's heavy, uh, um, not heavy rain. Heavy, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, there's the Detroit. There's Uncharted. There's, you know, all these other exclusives. It was a no-brainer for a lot yes. of people to go. You go where the games are because yeah. all yeah. the third parties are still there as well. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it'll be a really good show. Do you reckon so. they're going to release more Halo things today? Yes. I think yeah. yeah. Halo and Gears is. Yeah, happening. Gears is hands down going to be there because it's launching this year. This year, yeah. yeah. I, I do remember that from last year that they totally like trolled everybody in the oh, way they announced yeah. it. I can't quite remember <laughs> how they did it, but they did something and then basically. Well, they released. And like, then the... it was the pop game or pop something, and yeah. everyone was like, "Are you kidding? You're not <laughs> even doing a real Gears game." And you like, I was on Twitter like watching the reactions and everyone's like this is rubbish oh my god and then they just went straight into the new gears trailer and they're like oh my god i can't believe it (laughs) (laughs) yes that was that was a highlight i think of microsoft for me last year was their humor (laughs) i'm so looking forward to both of those games because for me the funko gears yeah Yeah, that's the one (laughs) yeah love the pops (laughs) my favorite games i've always said is 
Halo and Gears of War. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why I love Xbox, but I have a PlayStation as well because I love Uncharted and games like that. Mm-hmm. But to have both of those on one console and hopefully this evening both of those are going to have some fairly big announcements and maybe more gameplay of both of them or something. I, I, I think you'll definitely see more gameplay of Gears. I think yeah. that's a given. Um, I think we'll see... I think we'll see maybe like a story trailer for Halo. Mm. Maybe yeah. if we're lucky, a bit of gameplay. It depends when the when the next consoles are out. Yeah. I don't know if we will see gameplay. gameplay. No, because they released like the little video rendered video. Yeah, I, I, think, I just I feel like need it's... to show. I th- I wouldn't be a bit surprised if, it, and like like I said, there's there's kind of a couple of ways that this could go. But if there's one way where they actually show a new console, might not even show the box, but they might just mm. say, and here's what it can do. And it yeah. might just be yeah. one of those where it's like an in-engine in, in trailer, for yeah. instance, where it's yeah. not actually showing gameplay. I was going to say, do you think the new Halo will be next-gen? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would it say, is. yeah. Yeah. I would be surprised if not. And when do you think next-gen will be then? Um... Day and date and time. Oh, I don't exactly. know. Well, I think it's going to be soonish because I've <laughs> always, I've already got a dedicated savings account for my PS5. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to say that Xbox is probably going to try and get ahead of. So I think they're going to try and be sooner than we think the PlayStation will be. But I have no idea when. I just hope it's okay. not this year. <laughs> I, I would, yeah, I would say the other one. I think PlayStation is going to be released before Xbox. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just because the amount of leaked stuff about PS5 I think it probably over the will last be that couple way. of months is just... I mean, it's not even leaked, is it? It's They've, they just, no, they've yeah. got ahead of the conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or when be... it was leaking back along and mm. stuff. I just feel like it's um, sooner, and I don't think Xbox will jump ahead. Yeah, I... it could be their downfall or their making, really. Cause Especially I think because they lost Xbox out... One X is... What, it hasn't been out long. long. Maybe I over, think that's the thing now. they could they could get a lot of backlash from yeah. people who yeah. have spent a lot of money yeah. on that console. Yeah, so that could be a difficult yeah. hurdle for them yeah. to overcome. That's a good point. Yes, maybe it won't be that soon. Well, that being said, I mean they they got the 360 out earlier. They had what was it like 11 months on the PS3 before that came out, mm, and, and they dominated did. that generation yeah. of yeah. sales up until the end. And then I, yeah. I can't remember. I think. The PS3 caught up, and the PS3 had a very notoriously shaky start. Um, But I I wouldn't be a bit surprised if I'm just gonna I'm gonna say they're gonna release it in spring 2020. Spring, oh, what the Xbox? Yeah. Okay. But PlayStation PlayStation when? No, I I actually picked a date for this as well, like an actual date. Um, I'll have to look at calendar. (laughs) Okay. When do you think it? I I honestly don't know. I have I'm really good at ignoring leaks and spoilers and things that people announce. I quite like the mystery of like I go into E3 and I go in blind. Yeah. So like, what you mean? I try not to look at anything. So I don't actually know what they've already been saying. I don't really know anything about anything because <laughs> i like the surprise it's yeah, like it's we're like, just wondering when no, do you I know, think so i don't even well you think it's going to well, be guess, after xbox i guess it's when do i want it when do i think that i'm just hoping it's not this year because i can't afford it this year <laughs> I, um, I don't think you'll be seeing it this year no. because you've got things like like 
you've you've got gears this year. Yeah. You know, so that's gonna be I think gears is gonna be their big like winter or autumn yeah. winter game. Um I would have probably said autumn next year, mm. I would say. I'd say they'll go for the run up to Christmas like October. That's what I'm thinking. It's like end of next year. Yeah. I, I think, think I think both of them. Yeah. End of next year. We might be completely wrong and, and they could be like, like next month. Yeah, they're out in July. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I don't I don't think they'll, they'll do just that. I think optimistic and potentially if they wanted to try and get ahead of the competition, they'd go spring 2020 yeah. for yeah. Xbox, but my day and date that I think for PS Five or whatever the, the mm. next generation of PlayStation is. Just called PlayStation. The eighth of November, twenty twenty. <gasps> oh. We'll check back in. Yeah. The eighth of November, twenty twenty. Something else released on that date. Uh, no, it's the day after my dad's birthday. But, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the actually, the 8th, 8th of November this year is Death Stranding. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of, And yeah. that's actually probably a bigger reason as to why I won't bother with Stadia. Because uh-huh. I'll be too busy trying to wrap my head around what Kojima's doing. Yes. Because well, yeah, they I released think... some new stuff last week. They did. Oh, they... yeah, did they it, did. Did it confuse you even more? It tickled my pickle in all the right areas. <laughs> and did it confuse me even more? No, probably not. I think Did it intrigue I'm... you more? Um, no, probably not. It didn't intrigue me more. I think I'm a, as you can probably tell, I mean, you won't be able to see this, audio <laughs> listeners, but my house is filled with imagery from Metal Gear Solid and bits and bobs that <laughs> dotted around. And I love Kojima and his work. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'm I'm already kind of I'm there, you know. I'm just waiting now, just okay. sitting patiently waiting, and I can I'd be quite happy not hearing any more about it. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at, but I'm still not sure if it's a game I'm going to get at launch. I still have no idea about it, but I've just gone okay. Well, I'm just not going to look anymore unless they show more at E3 of, or something. But I mm. will generally ignore everything and then see okay. when it gets closer. So to here's it. here's a question then: What's your opinions of film stars being in computer games I don't like it that's my main dislike for this game because and I, think I that said is, to you didn't I, I was like oh I think that is the main reason why I'm not excited is yeah. because I I didn't I, know that Mads it, was going to be in it and um, then I saw I just a week expect or two ago. that he doesn't have a crossbow and that's all I can think of from Game of Thrones, not Game <laughs> not of Thrones, <laughs> Walking Dead I just expect to see him you just you expect yeah. Daryl don't you and I can't detach from that and I think that's why I struggle, and that's why I like, say, independent films where you've got like these new actors who you've never seen before, with no Im- something imprinted in your brain of what you mm. expect they're going to be like. And I think and that's why I like with games. games is there's this character that's made for this world, and they've just in- like created their personality. I think that's the thing because he does look like he does in Walking Dead. Yeah, Del Reedus, isn't mm. it? Yeah, and it's not Del Reedus. Sam Reed. Um... Norman Reedus. Norman Nor- Reedus, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Daryl's character name. <laughs> yeah. With a crossbow. So I think that's what His I His hair and like. everything, he just looks like the same... Yeah. Well, it is and the I same s- dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like... And for a game, I don't really want an actor, if you know what I mean. Like, fair enough if you're motion capturing and you're basing features on someone, mm. but he he just looks okay. like the guy from The if Walking you, Dead. If you don't like that, what about the Star Wars announcement yesterday? With um, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. That he's in Rogue One. I, I didn't even recognise that. <laughs> I told you this. We, we said about this. I mean, there's a reason why they're doing that, isn't it? Because idea. it's... There's... You did. Yeah, because you told me the character name. 
Oh, him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I guess that's different because it's that is based like Star Wars game is based on a Star Wars film. Okay. Yeah. And Death Stranding is not based from what I know on The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could be entirely <laughs> wrong. Actually, a new season. But, but yeah, they are different. <laughs> they are different. I don't know. I. I I take your point on the fact that um, it's much in the same way as where you go go to see a film and basically if I see any film with Jeff Bridges in, I go, that's the dude. Every single film he's <laughs> in. Like, because I love The Big Lebowski. Yeah. It's like, every time I see Jeff Bridges, he's in Iron Man. He looks entirely different. He's got, he's old, he's got a beard, he's bald. It's the dude. You have a preconceived still the, still idea. The dude. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's still the same thing. You know, I watched the trailers for... Um, Death Stranding, and you see Mads in there, and I go, oh, it's uh, Le Chiffre from um, <laughs> James Bond, yeah, or um, the I Dude from Doctor Strange. I forget what he's called. <laughs> the I Dude. He's always got he's always got some weird crap going on with his eyes. Yeah. Um, does it? Well, it might take me out a little bit, but I'm fairly yeah. certain that the story will, much in the same way as like. You know, stories in movies—they grab you, they take you in. Yeah. And yeah. So, would it have been better if they just had them acting and changing their appearance? But I mean, they can do that. Mm. But at the same time, if it means that we're going to get really nuanced performances, which I think we might yeah. do, because yeah, you see that trailer with Mads talking to the bridge baby and singing to the bridge baby, <laughs> and like the animation on there—it's like they wouldn't have been able to convey emotion in the same way mm. if they had to then reshape his face yeah. in yes. a certain way and they've pr- yeah of course so, you know they've probably like s- you know, smoothed out some blemishes and things on all that <laughs> they wouldn't do that I mean <laughs> Mads doesn't need it because he's a beautiful man but um, you know it's the same way Lea Seydoux in that in the trailer as well is she looks exactly like I'm, yeah that's great yeah. that's really cool I think it is cool that like big A-list celebrities are in games, mm. um, I I kind of get where you're both coming from. That it's good and it's bad. You, you, half of me just thinks, are they putting them in there just to sell more copies? I don't think it will be the norm mm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think this is like the the big change that yeah, all I of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of these um, actors go. George, you know, what? I'd like to be in a game. Maybe, maybe it will be, and I think. I mean, you've got a lot of respect from people like Mads and Del Toro for Kojima. Um, but, you know, Del Toro in particular, he's in the game in likeness alone. Someone else is doing all of his performance capture. Someone else is potentially doing his lines as well, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so it's literally like someone is wearing a skin of Del Toro, <laughs> um, which is kind of cool and a bit creepy. But it just looks like him. You know, mm. he could be played by someone from an entirely with an entirely different voice, for instance, yeah. entirely different mannerisms. Yeah. But I, I think that what they're trying to do, what Kojima's trying to do, I think is going to be. I, I don't think it'll be a problem. Yeah, it'll be I interesting to see how it plays out. I think. Yeah. Hey, should we sidestep away from E three for a moment? Yeah. What? And talk about. Um, some TV shows we've been watching. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> we were going to... We we thought about chatting about Game of Thrones because obviously Game of Thrones has now finished when it's the last so podcast fair. was called 
uh, should you watch Game of Thrones or something along those lines where me and you, Theo, I chatted. Think the answer was no in the end, wasn't it? <laughs> should you bother watching? No, make up your own ending. Wait, wait, wait for the book to come out. I still haven't watched it. No, Theo's never really watched Game of Thrones. You watch stuff about Game of Thrones. I, I'm actually all caught up. Yeah, you watch all the, like, the recaps. Yeah, I, I basically, and some of you will say this is a sacrilege, but I'm a very busy person with very limited time. So, <laughs> so I watch 10 minute recap so, videos of Game of Thrones. Which is I, I watch 10 minute recap videos. My favourite ones are the Aussie Man Reviews ones, yes. because it's basically just an angry Aussie dude <laughs> shouting about um, Game of Thrones. I know what happened. And do you know what? I think if I was a long-term viewer who'd invested hours and hours and hours, yeah, I'd probably be a bit narked as well, but get over it. Go watch Chernobyl. <laughs> Which we have as well. Yeah, we've watched both. So um, Game of Thrones, we're not going to go into too much detail, but Holly, did you enjoy the ending of I Game of Thrones? I loved it. I thought they smashed it. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10, thanks. I think, though, it's... Like, the penultimate episode is always, always, always better than, like, the final one. Like, in anything. Name me a series that has said, this is the final episode ever, and you've gone, that was amazing. You always go, oh, they kind of rounded it up. Or you went, how, they left it open. Like, you're never happy with when a series says it's ending. No one's ever happy with the final episode. So they had, like, a losing battle from the start, I think. I was really, really happy with the final episode of Arrested Development Season 3. And it was like, that's the end. And then they made two more seasons. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't the end. So that's the thing. They should have just said, like, oh, yeah, we're going to make eight series and then just stopped it at Season 6 and everyone would be happy. Because everyone would have loved the series. They wouldn't yeah. have had this high expectation that they've got to have this, like, amazing ending and everyone would have gone happy. But it's because they announced it. Season 8 is the end. There will be an end. So everyone's got to have an opinion and be sad that it's either wrapped up or it's left open. And what is your opinion? <laughs> I was uh, kind of had mixed mixed emotions. I thought it was the last series. I thought was in flipping credible. Yeah. Like cinematically, it was one of the best things I've ever watched. Ever. And the it behind the scenes videos. The behind the incredible. scenes just makes me fall in love with it even more. Because of just the just the eff- the effort which they went into, just the the sheer scale, the, the amount builds. of people, the set builds, the time, the money, the energy, the emotion which went into it was amazing. And I feel really sorry for everyone who put yeah. effort, like their heart and soul and life into creating one of the biggest TV shows to the day. Yeah. To the day. Well, it, yeah. 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 And for people just to be annoyed that they predicted the wrong thing to happen yeah. at the end, it's, I don't I know, mean, I feel like people feel like, I don't know. It's, I thought it's, it was incredible. My only thing I didn't like is that the fact they called her Danny. Yeah, <laughs> and anyone who sees my up. Twitter account will know my rage for, for that. That was the downfall. That was my only downfall. They took an awesome name, Daenerys Targaryen, Mother of Dragons, blah, and they shortened it to Danny. And that was her downfall. Yeah. She let them call her Danny. <laughs> and we were wondering whether we should actually talk about Game of Thrones. The main reason was, I was like, has enough time passed before mm. we can talk about spoilers? Which leads me on to my next point. Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> Is there spoilers in Chernobyl? Um, yes. But, <laughs> but is there? What, what would a... Sp- 
people do, if something yeah, happens no, in real no. life 30 years ago and then it's created into a tv show mm. and it's pretty much identical true to life mm. and i've watched four episodes and i'm going to talk about the fifth episode you go whoa, whoa, i don't want to hear spoilers it's like well <laughs> it happened 30 years ago in real life yeah i think the thing that I've got no intention of watching this series mm-hmm. again because I like to be contrary. But no, the reason <laughs> the reason the reason why I'm not watching it is one, I've, I've watched a lot of documentaries about it. I've read about the incident, you know, all the history behind it before. It is incredible. It is mm. so interesting. It is, you know, I highly recommend anyone go and like actually read up about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, of course you've got spoilers for this series because what they've done is that they've gone to a almost a micro level. To say we're going to focus on these characters, mm-hmm. so you want to see how each one of those characters' uh, lives unfold following the incident at Chernobyl. So, mm. um, yeah, there are spoilers to it. On the whole, it's like saying, oh, "I'm not going to go watch Titanic because I know how it ends." <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you've got a whole thing with an old bird chucking some jewellery over a boat or something like that. I, I don't know. I've never seen Titanic because I know how it ends. But the... Um... Yeah. I'll wait for the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Scuba diving I think, I think they made it, didn't they? I think Futurama made it. <laughs> um, but just, yeah, people just just enjoy it. Just enjoy the series. If, I... it's, if it's a hard-hitting drama, which I assume it is. Yeah, it's, it is. It's really, really well done. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was episode. a bit of a weird one. I know it, it's a weird thing to say. Like it's a really cool thing. You've got to watch it because yeah, of it was, because it's real and it's horrific. And it's horrific. And the people who would have lived through it, the people's lives, it is very horrific. And people are still alive today yeah. who it affected mm. majorly. Mm. And the land is still yeah. screwed because <laughs> of it. And it yeah. will be for, will be for a, a very, very, long very, long very long time. Yeah. Um, but it was really, really good. But the weird thing for me is we finished Game of Thrones and then went straight into it. Yeah. And at the same time, Game of Thrones was getting so much hate because of the final episodes and people couldn't see it properly because it was too dark or they didn't like the ending. People didn't watch it properly. Not my dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. People watching it on their phones on a train in bright sunlight. It's like, come on, it's <laughs> it's the cinematic, beautiful TV series. Watch it in a dark room mm. with the lights off and get engrossed in Rent that. a cinema. <laughs> Rent a cinema. <laughs> to be fair, they were showing it in a cinema. I would have gone to watch it. I would have happily have gone I'd to have watch it. I would have gone to watch all of the episodes at a cinema. But what I was going to say is we came off the back of that as Game of Thrones was getting so much hate and all the ratings were going down and everyone was like, oh my God, Chernobyl is now rated the best TV show ever. Sopranos. Well above Game of Thrones. Sopranos. And <laughs> I was like... I was like, hold on a minute. You can't compare. You, like, I don't. I don't think. You, I know they're both TV shows yeah. in the grand scheme of things, but you can't really compare. No. Chernobyl, which is a dramatization of a historic event, mm-hmm. compared to a created fantasy world, which has massive budgets. <laughs> yeah, which has multi, multi million pounds. But people are saying that Chernobyl is yeah. way better. It's like, no, they're both good. They're, they're both worth a watch. If you're if you like that type of thing, it, yeah, you know it's some people aren't going to watch it like yourselves, Theo, because you've you know so much about Chernobyl and you've watched the documentaries and it's been a part of our lives because mm. you know we mm. we were born literally two years after it happened, mm. so it's always been kind of around us. We've always it, heard yeah. of the names and things, um, but yeah, it's definitely worth 
a watch. I think generally... it was, it's good. It's not the best TV show I've watched by any means, but it is an incredible TV show to actually watch and be taken on this journey mm. to know what the the governments were doing and how different levels of hierarchy worked in a country to cover up their tracks to basically make sure they sat around the table to you know get mm. the vote and they you know the the actual public how they had to what they had to go through to make their country safe mm. and to yeah i don't know it's i think it's quite interesting to hear that um russia are going to make their own version i have heard I did this, hear yeah. this. Yeah. um which is which is great. Let's compare those. I Let's want, not compare it to if, Game of Thrones. Exactly. Compare the... I wonder if that will be released to the world, though. Is that just going to be purely for inside Russia? <laughs> I, I I think they probably have difficulty releasing things just yeah. in one region nowadays with yeah. you know that, that yeah, internet thing we... taking off. The what? That have you heard of that? <laughs> it's uh, on the, the internet. The worldwide. The worldwide, yeah. That 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 thing might might get some Maybe. traction at some point. You never know. And so yeah, we'll be able to see it. We'll be able to I'm very know. interested to see their take. If that's true. If that is true. Yeah, it might if not be. Yeah, I don't know. That's just headlines which people are reading. Yeah, I think I think it was only sort of like rumours and speculation. Mm. And yeah. Exactly. So I'm not sure where that came from, but um yeah, it'd be interesting. Yes. But I think generally when I watch any T V series, I'm I'm never really disappointed. I don't watch things to be critical. For me, I watch things as an entertainment. I can't remember the last time I watched something and went, well, that was crap. Now like, I need to go on Twitter and... Yeah, like I maybe... I'm actually saying that I did. But, I did well, did, but, gen- but usually I choose things that I know that will be probably yeah. an interest to me. I'm not going to pick something like you did the other day that I think is going to be rubbish. <laughs> or not for me, not necessarily rubbish, but not my cup of tea. So if you guys know, we we go to Glastonbury Festival and we're into festivaling and all those types of things. We, we are known for creating videos around Glastonbury Festival. So we were on Amazon Prime the other day on Amazon Video. Was it, Prime? it was on, yeah, okay. it was on video, whatever it's called. And I saw The Festival, which is from like the creators of... Uh, in betweeners. I don't know. Someone yeah. said yeah, it was good, yeah. and, and I said I watched the trailer, and I said absolutely not. That is not my sort yeah. of thing. And so I thought, <laughs> all right, let's just give it a chance. Holly was just doing something on a laptop, and I thought I'll just put it on. I struggled, like really, really struggled to get through the first five minutes. It, not even word of a lie. I should have just turned it off. It, we did at six did. minutes. Six minutes, like six minutes. Six minutes thirty or something. I was it like was looking off. at Holly at like two minutes in, just going like, "Where's the like? Wh- this is a comedy, and I know they're betraying comedy in the first opening scene." But I was like, "This isn't funny." Like it was just so flat. Yeah. It was and just... I know, like we just had a little round then about like I do. I never watch something which I don't want to watch, and I won't say was... bad things. That was so bad. I had to tweet about it. But then, like <laughs> some people would really like it, but I know just from watching the trailer, not my thing. Yeah, I'm really so fussy. I'm really fussy with comedy though. The dude from like Flight of the Concords, can't remember what his name is. He now. was the only saving grace in those. First yeah, but we, we we got to we got to Jermaine like, as soon as we got to him. It was off. Yeah, it was. I was like, I can't, I, I can't put myself <laughs> through it. I'm, I want to watch it because I love festivals. And I wanted something easy to watch, a bit of comedy, have mm. a laugh. Whilst I was, you know, sat on the sofa and Holly's yeah. on a laptop doing some work, and I couldn't even get to five minutes in. No, and that is never good. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if you want, you want something, you want a funny movie with Jermaine Clement, go and watch What We Do in the Shadows. Incredible. That is a funny film. <laughs> uh, just, just, just. 
Stop what you're doing. Go Stop what you're doing. Stop this podcast. And go, <laughs> go and watch it. Yeah. I, I, been, I was telling my mates to watch that so many times and they're just like, I've never heard of it, never heard of it. And then... Finally. Finally. Mm. They, they watch it and they're like, oh my God, it's like the funniest thing ever. It's like... <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I know. I told you about it. Yeah, they were telling me like different scenes, which are funny. I'm like, I was telling you the same scenes. <laughs> oh, and there's this bit with this thing. Yes, I know. Yeah, really? Exactly. Cool. We were there. <laughs> but anyway, we um, are going to end now. So go over and watch. Very. Let's, yeah. uh, what about very, very quickly, oh, okay. James? What do you want to see? So beyond Microsoft today, we've also got Ubisoft, uh, Bethesda. Square Enix. Oh, gosh. It's all about Square Enix. I'm just going to burn. Okay, one thing you want from... I don't even think that is is a proper question, is it? Everyone knows it's Final Fantasy. Probably wants some Final Fantasy (laughs) VII. Never heard of it. James, out of all those conferences starting tonight, what do you want your one one thing? Including Microsoft? Including Microsoft, yeah. I want to see... I want to be wowed by... I know I will be if they release anything about Gears of War. Okay. I think you'll be quite happy. Yeah. If they release anything Gears of War, I'm, I'm in. I love Gears of War. Mm. What about you? Uh, I'd like to see some more Kingdom Hearts DLC. I know uh, it's coming. I have. Um, that is the one thing I have seen. So, I'd also. Do you know what? I'm also really intrigued by by the Bethesda conference mm. because I think from the fallout of Fallout seventy six, <laughs> they're gonna have to you know do do some good stuff and they can't yeah. just come on and be a bit hey our games are broken ha <laughs> yeah. ha it's like no, your your games are actually broken yeah um what are you going to do about it and their last year's conference was so good and then it didn't perform so i think everyone's probably going into it a bit skeptical this year yeah so yeah it's going to be entertaining i i think we're in for a treat over the next few days i think we'll we'll see some good stuff yes cool well thank you so much for listening to uh this podcast hopefully we'll be doing them more regularly if we can just put a microphone up and not actually record yeah this them. was really fun it was really fun so holly thank you for coming back and joining us on the podcast that's all right james and theo thank you for letting us raid your house <laughs> always a pleasure <laughs> <laughs> you can do the washing up oh yeah theo did make us, did make uh, us dinner he made us a courgette risotto and that's with uh, all the correct rust. We are very civilized. <laughs> that's yes. a zucchini risotto to all our oh, American yeah. listeners over there. Ta-da. It was bloody lovely. So we're going to go watch some E3. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you soon. <laughs> Dynamax. <laughs> <laughs>